Alright guys, today is Job chapter 3, and it begins with Job. Very, very, very sad. <laughs> so, um, it starts off with uh, Job lamenting the day he was born, which, so yeah, he's basically wishing he was never born. And so, for any of you that have uh, gone through suffering, again, this is a book about suffering. Um <laughs> And it's not an easy book uh, because we see here the main character, the, the title character, basically saying, I wish God had never let me be born. Right? I wish I was dead. I wish I had died. I wish I had never lived. Um, and, and, it's a, I mean, and it's understandable, again, remembering the context of Job's life, um, all the suffering he'd gone through in such a short period of time. Um, and this is a response that God wants us to see and know that he understands. And definitely, uh, we encourage you to read more of Job than the ones that we listed this week, uh, because I think one of the things that is often the most difficult with Job is in our very culturally Christian, but not always actually Christian churches, um, when we read Job and suffering, a lot of times we think that Job is not the right character and his friends sound way more like our church's sound. Um, and so I think here to just acknowledge that, you know, when we suffer and suffering is real, that God hears it and God acknowledges it and he knows it. Yeah. So when we see people suffering, uh, truly suffering, and they say stuff like this, like our job isn't to judge them or to correct them or to say that you should say this instead. Um, it's to no let them speak, yeah. Let them be heard, because uh, later his friends don't. <laughs> yeah, his friends do not listen to him. Um, they're quick to judge him. And uh, in the second half of this chapter, I think we see uh, really what it is that makes Job, quote unquote, righteous before God. In a lot of in a lot of what he says, is he asks this question, why? And I think it's easy for us because we have gotten used to that being. Um, not a genuine question, but I don't know what the right word is, right? Like an existential, yeah, or existential yeah. question. Like right. you don't really expect an answer all the time. Yeah, people go like, "Why God? Why?" Like uh, even for me as a pastor, I think one of the funniest things is always when somebody asks me, like, you know, well, why does God allow suffering? But they're not actually looking for an answer. They're looking for they're looking to score points and end the argument. Um, and Job here is not doing that. He is. He is crying out why to God, and later on we see that he genuinely wants an answer. He says, like, I'm not leaving, right? Like, I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not going to forget about this. I'm not going to just move on, right? I want to know why is this happening, and I think that it's important to understand that um, to those who are looking to just score points, I don't think God, you know, responds. But to anybody who genuinely pursues him, the truth of God and, and the why uh, is there. And he wants to make that known. Yeah, And so uh, we don't have too much to say about this chapter. I just hope that this is a chapter you can remember when you do see someone suffering. That um, you know, let their response be their response. Really hear them. Um, if you actually read the next chapter, as soon as it's not part of our list, but um, immediately his friends are like, well, maybe uh, you shouldn't say that. Or like, maybe you did something bad, Job. And I really hope that's not the way our church behaves when we do see someone suffering.
Yeah, and I think even in response to seeing suffering in the world, let's not settle for easy, trite, and false answers. Um, you know, that's something that we have to wrestle with. Well, how do we deal with poverty and injustice and um, homelessness. homelessness? You know, we can't just have these easy answers. Well, they're a sinner. They deserve it. Um, we saw that in the New Testament, too, where Jesus is like, why does this man born blind? And everyone's like, because he's a sinner? Because his parents are sinners? And Jesus is like, no, <laughs> that the glory of God may be revealed. Right. And so I think that that's something that, you know, uh, even for those of you that have questions about God, know that your questions are valid. And as long as you are pursuing the answers, Jesus says he is the truth. And therefore, he will always be the answer. It won't be an easy answer. It won't always be a comfortable answer. Jesus will be the answer, and we as a church want to be struggling to find that answer together. Have a good day.